to have on a Monday. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another, not just any other, Arnie State Show. No? Ho, 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 ho! It's the spooky-dookie version. Blah, blah. It's the Halloween show. Blah. And I started off with a nosebleed at about 2 o'clock this morning. Blah, blah. Stop that playing. Stop that playing now. If if you think that is scary, these are the scariest words you will ever hear in your life. Oh, play. Come on. Oh, I just had it up. Come on. Oh, this is too good. I, that should have worked perfectly. Oh, reload it. Good morning, ass family. Here we go. Let's see. The singing of the Star Spangled Banner performed tonight by six-time Grammy Award-nominated rapper and artist Flava Flav. That's right. Flava Flav. Oh, oh, say, can you see? No, Flav. By the dawn's early light. Now, I got to say, at least he's trying. What so proudly we hear. I, I can't. I, I just can't. Look, hey, good, good for you, Flav. Whose bright idea was it to allow Flavor Flav to sing the national anthem at a Milwaukee Bucks game? Wisconsin? What is wrong with you? You, you don't, you, you don't let the, don't, don't, don't believe the hype guy fucking sing the national anthem. Like I said, at least he's trying. But, uh, I mean, it, go, it went on for over almost three minutes. Spangle Banner, yet we're 
Jesus Christ. Give me this shit again. You know what? Let's let, let, let's go with this one instead. How about this one? There you go. Now everybody's freaked out. Everybody's seeing Michael Myers at their house. Okay, good. Got you back in the Halloween mood. Good morning, ass family. Let's get to the good morning so we can get to the Halloween show. We got some real stories we got to do. We're going to talk about Matthew Perry here in a second. And remember, you had homework. I want to know what your worst costumes were as a kid because I got my three. The three worst costumes I ever wore as a kid. And, And I grew up poor. And these were, these were even beyond poor bad. So we'll get to that. I promise you that. But let's say some good mornings first. First one here is hockey player. Good morning, my friend. This is Happy Monday as family. Get us through this work week, okay? Yes, I, I, I promise you I will do that. There she is. Uh-oh, they're the one and only. Oh, my luck. Braddy Kid is all up in the house today. If you're in a bad mood all the time, you're not in a bad mood. You're an arsehole. Oh, well, okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Very, very nice of you today. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zach texted in. Says, good morning, Arnie and crew. What a beautiful cold morning here. And make those singing stop for the children. Think of the children. Cold there. So, my Monday morning routine is I shower, I, I, I feed Dum Dum, and uh, that, that's Bubba. I feed Bubba, let him out, feed him, possibly make some coconut oil pills, which I need to make more of because I got a Ranger game tonight. I'm fucking stressing people. We'll get to the weekend update. I got a lot of good mornings to say. I got to catch up to y'all here on the message board. And then on Monday and Thursday, I got to take the trash out. So I get all the trash all ready to go, get in the big old trash can in the garage, open the garage door, and it's the fuck the, it's the Arctic. It's like 30 degrees and raining outside. And I got, I got an Arn Anderson shirt on, so I'm going to be warm no matter what. A pair of shorts and no shoes. It was fucking cold. Fucking go! It ain't time for that. It's October. It's October. I know I don't bitch. I don't like people bitching about sometimes. Oh, and by the way, state of Texas is only five inches now behind in the rainfall because we've had a lot of rain this last week and we got like ten inches in a day. So everybody can shut up about the fucking drought now. And by the way, I told you so. Uh, Braddy Kid says, did you hear Matthew Perry died? Yes, yes, sadly, I, I, I did hear that. And it was Braddy Kid who broke it to me. I know I was one of the first people to put it up on Facebook, and Braddy Kid is the one who broke it to me. So, uh, good job, Braddy Kid. Darren! Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Happy Monday, almost a perfect weekend of sports for Dr. St. States. A separate special thank you to the Jayhawks on Saturday as well. Oh, the Jayhawks. Well, I'm going to talk about sports here in just a second. But, yes, it was 
was, it was almost a perfect weekend. I knew I couldn't ask for a perfect weekend, so I, I, I didn't ask for it, but hey, I got close. Well, Lordy freaking dog! Hey, Fire says, good morning. I'm very prepared to be entertained. Good, good, because I got a hell of a show for you today, the old Halloween show, because you're saying, wait a second, Halloween's tomorrow, dummy. And I'll be like, okay, I am a dummy. Uh, but tomorrow there's no show because I'm getting my nose cauterized thanks to yet another fucking nosebleed last night at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, it was delicious. Uh, V. Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Congrats to Mr. and Mrs. Poino fresh back from Vegas. Come on, you can't call him that online. <laughs> oh, it's too funny, though. Uh, Derek. Becca. Derek says, good morning, Ash family. Boo Monday, but I'm thankful for the Ash show. Well, thank you so much, my friend. Ralphie says, good morning, Ash family. Well, good morning to you. Uh, Let's see. uh, Holy shit. It's Jim. He says, what's good, Ash family? The Rangers aren't uh, 0-2. Well, yeah, thanks for that, Jim. I appreciate that. I'm glad they're not 0-2, for God's sakes. House Payne says, good morning, ass family. Great football weekend. Ducks kicked the shit out of Utah and Dallas rolls. I'm concerned that they refuse to run the ball. Only 12 carries for Pollard. What the fuck? They trying to keep him fresh? No, they want to showcase Dak. Look, Dak had a good game yesterday. I'll be happy. I'll give you all the updates on sports and everything once I get through the good mornings and get to the weekend. And then we can start having some fun. Um... But, yeah, I, I'm not understanding. This is a strange offense, the, the Texas Coast offense. Shut up. It's a stupid name. Battleborn. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Damn right. It says, good morning, ass family. Can't wait for prank calls. Yay. Oh, they're coming up, my friend. Warbird. You're talking to the Rolex. Woo. Wearing. Woo. Diamond ring. Wearing. Woo. Kiss stealing. Yes, sir. Woo. Wheeling, dealing. Limousine riding. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. I understand. Woo. Woo. Warbird, good morning to you, my friend. It says, good morning, ass family. Now, I'm concerned about the Warbird. Warbird, these are these these are uh, uncharted waters for you in in, in the last few years. Uh, you doing okay, buddy? You, you you doing okay, pal? I mean, three in a row. Whoo, whoo! Hey, look, look. As somebody whose team usually loses three in a row, you kind of get used to it. But when the Browns are one of those three, oh, Jesus. Like I said, we'll get to sports here in just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Keyless Chuck. I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? You, you are something, Chuck. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Monday. and Looking forward to hearing from the doctor. Hope all goes well tomorrow and you end up getting some of that lovely, delicious cocainum. Yes, hopefully I get some of the pharmaceutical. Cocainum. But I, I, I'm not holding my breath for that, Chuck. Trash uh, Panda back in action today. Oh, I. Crash Panda reporting back to duty. Good morning, ass family. Let's get back to it. Vacation was amazing. Started with the getting to see the Turnpike Troubadours in a nice weekend in San Diego. Followed up by a few days at Disneyland, letting my churro on and giving the mouse his cut of my future savings. 
Now do the thing as I'm back as I need to be easygoing for three feet apart. P.S. Fucking crush it with the music choices this morning. Get pumped up and back to it. Yes, I, I had to play some, some you know, holiday devil-esque type music today because it is, of course, Halloween Eve. Jesse Jamie! Good morning, ass family. Sucks that it's Monday, but glad to be above ground. Have a great week. Oh, back to work for me. Well, very, very good. I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, part of 4T5Printing.com, which, by the way, as soon as I see, is, is Ryan not coming in today? I mean, I mean. It's T-shirt time? What kind of t-shirts on? Today, well, you know what? Uh, actually, I, I'm playing the wrong one because today's t-shirt time is a special t-shirt time. Yeah. A typical t-shirt begins its life on a farm in America where cotton seeds are sown, irrigated, and grown for the fluffy bowls they produce. Following shirts, all the theme. See this t-shirt? Mm-hmm. Six years I've had this t-shirt. It's my best one. Now, I started the T-Shirt Hall of Fame as an ode to my wearing of T-shirts my entire life, and it started with one that says, Who Care What Frankie Say? And I remember I, I had that one in, like, it might have been elementary, junior high, but in high school, we turned to the the, the, the T-Shirt collection started a gathering steam, brothers. It started eating its vitamins and saying its prayers at night. I never had a Hulkamania t-shirt. Never did I want one either because I did not like Hulk Hogan. But I did have an original Mr. Zog sex wax t-shirt. I made sure I always had a sex wax t-shirt in my collection. It's surfboard wax. And no matter how many times you explain that in the principal's office at South Garland High School in Texas where they will tell you, we don't surf around these parts, boy. Yes, I got sent home from that t- for that T-shirt uh, twice from school to where my mother forbade me forever buying another one just like it. So, yeah, the, uh, the T-shirt Hall of Fame is up and running. Um, I, I, I love T-shirts and 4T5 printing. They do all my T-shirts. I got some. They, I, I talked to them Friday. Oh, I got a bunch coming. Oh, man, am I excited. And by the way, they do hats. They do other stuff, too. Their hats are amazing. The hats are incredible. I've been rocking my Longhorns hats all season long, and it is fantastic. I need that. What, Jesse, Jamie, you, there was one that you made like a, like a Second Amendment hat, and it had like two guns for the letter A. Cut. Hook your boy up. Uh, let's see. Mage in the house. Speaking of hats, I got a Japanese hat coming. Mate says, good morning, ass and AIG. I am back in the U.S. and we got eight inches of snow. What the fuck? Well, you live in Colorado. I mean, I, I mean, it, it gorgeous. But you live there. Of course you're going to get a lot of snow. Have you stopped having to bow to everybody? Yeah, I imagine that gets, a, that, that gets a little tiresome. You know, they're like, hey, you don't have to do that here anymore. Hey, cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous. Good morning to you. 
Uh, Sanchez family all up in the heezy. Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! We are free at last! Uh, good morning to you, Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Uh, he says, Major, where you at? I know Montana was slated to get 5 to 15 inches. Good God Almighty! Good Lord, that's a lot. I mean, we're getting rain and it's cold, but not that. That's just insanity. Fred! Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? I don't know. Why? Men can't have kids with other men. Okay, that's a good point. So Fred says, what a morning. Stupid Challenger overheated in Fernley. Good thing it has a warranty. Yeah, good thing about that. Fuck your mama. Hey, hot mama's in the house. She says, happy Monday ass. Well, happy Monday back to you. Christine! Uh, she says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. It's fucking Monday, and my Victor is 17, and Fred's car overheated on the way to work. Well, it's more importantly that it's Victor's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Victor. Happy birthday, dear. Victor. One more. One more. Hey, Victor, this one is from the Prez. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Right? I mean, it's a rule. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Victor. Victor. Happy birthday to you. Jesus. Sorry about that, Victor. Have a great birthday, my man. Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. Sure you had a good weekend, Arnie. Your team's won. Me? I don't know what to say. Niners defense is fucking shit. And the Sharks are winless after nine games with a whopping nine goals total. Man, and you're an A's fan? Thank God you have this show. I mean, you have something to clutch onto with this show, my man. No, the Niners are going to be fine. They're just going through the midseason glitches right now, for God's sake. How dare I? I have to I have to cushion the blow for Niners fans? I don't think so. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Says, happy Monday, ass family from Safety Guy. V. Coop says, a hockey player heard Flavor sing the national anthem was so mad, he kicked someone in the throat and killed him. I got that story. Oh, I got that story. Uh, Warbird says, yeah, boo. Does he say yeah, boy? After the song, I hope not. I, I, I didn't. I couldn't play it anymore. I mean, Ogre, uh, Buenos Dias, amigo. Uh, says the NFL fix continues. Uh, safety guy says, was he wearing a giant gold clock? Yes, he had two of them on and a giant wristwatch. That was so bad. Even the illegals crossing the border went back to Mexico. Goddamn hearing Flavor Flav probably the national anthem in Milwaukee makes me wish Kyle Rittenhouse was sitting courtside. Uh, speaking of Matthew Perry, unlike here, him, I'm here for you. Came up with a great costume, wear a lifeguard shirt while we're acting drunk and carrying a bottle of Jack. You're Matthew Perry's lifeguard. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> never too soon, but yikes still. Uh, Chaz Man in the house. Hey. It's Enrico Palazzo. He says, Monday Blas, try some ass. The best way through the day. Have the best possible, everyone. See, I did that uh, pitch man style there. 
Uh, we got our first freeze of the season here in Albuquerque. Kids are in puffy coats and everything. I read Matthew Perry fell into that fountain in the opening credits of Friends. Uh, Colin is all up in the house with my man, Jameson. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. Uh, good morning to you, Colin and Jameson. You're out. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy and really, uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory Mm -hmm. and really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Thank you, uh. Says good Monday morning before Halloween. All my teams won this weekend, including dare I say Nevada. Wow, dare you say they're your team as much as you despise them? By the way, you're out. You need to text me. I I, I have a, a a a lingering question about billions, which I watched like two more times. The series finale, fantastic, fantastic every single time. We blew our load in Dallas, and it was worth it. (laughs) See, I'm not talking shit yet because if y'all thought my last sports weekend was was going to irritate me, you just wait until this coming weekend because there's a possibility that the Rangers could close out the World Series here in Arlington either, either Friday or Saturday, right? Yeah, they play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, off Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Okay. Then I got a Longhorns team playing against a ranked Kansas State team. By the way, more delicious than the Niners losing three in a row to me this weekend was Oklahoma losing to Kansas, a team the Longhorns already beat. (laughs) You lost to Kansas. (laughs) It's not even basketball. And by the way, when we beat them, they were ranked. Just like Kansas State is, the sixth-ranked team we played this year, five of them, four of them we beat. That'll be number five. And then I got the Cowboys-Eagles game Sunday. And, and, and I'm, I, look, I, uh, hold on. Let me get through a few more of these damn good mornings. Oh, God damn. Because the Cowboys did something yesterday. It, it's pissing me off. Uh, Douglas. Oh, there, there, there it is. Douglas. Screw your freedom. This is Good Morning Ass Family. Boo Monday. Freddy Kid says, I'm still on vacation, by the way. Yes, yes, you are. Stack car. Good morning, my friend. He says, how about them Chargers? Boy, those Chargers, they put a beating on Chicago last night. God damn. Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, this is Good Morning Ass Family. How about them Cowboys? Wait, do you have my name is Arnie two T-shirts? I you uh they can. I got you. Do you want it without the two? Yes, without the two, just the A. Uh, let's see. Arnie's Japanese hat's gonna be H E L L small like T L shirts. Fred, what do you expect from a Dodge? Uh, sharks suck. Chasman, we got about three inches of snow at Donner. Uh, XXG Force morning, my friend. Well, good morning. Uh, Mage says, my high school I went to was uh, the center high school in Antelope. Mascot was the Cougars, so their T-shirt was just a blue shirt with one word, Cougars. So people thought I liked old ladies. Technically, Matthew Perry is now a soup. Jesus. I mean, that's pretty funny. Morning, Arnie Nash family. That Oh, swoosh in the house. 
Oh, I still think uh, UNR sucks, and the Longhorns are my second favorite. Always not that due to Arnie. I just think UNR actually showing up was a miracle. Well, it kind of actually was a miracle. So, you're out. I'm glad you're here because th- this first break, I'm going to go over the weekend, go over some actual news stories, and then we're going to get in the Halloween thing. And we're going to start because it, it will start at the top of the hour. I gave you all homework. Your worst costumes that you had to wear as kids. Okay? But we'll get all that. So what am I mad at the Cowboys for? What I'm mad at the Cowboys for is what they did yesterday. And what they did yesterday was... It's T-shirt time? It's all kind of T-shirts on. There's Rhino. There he is. It's T-shirt time. Says, good morning, assholes. Too much to bore with, with, but bears suck. I wasn't ranting. I was just screwed by these moron coaches. Yeah, that, that not a good game last night. Um, so, so the Cowboys come out yesterday, and, and they play pretty much a flawless game. I have to say, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at. By the way, the the uh, the football picks this weekend. Oh yeah, I destroyed Joe. Joe went seven and eight this week. I went ten and five. I was very happy about that. Muy happy about that. Oh yeah, Joe. Joe's he, he's getting left in the dust. He's getting left in the dust. I don't know how the Rams have won three games. The Rams are a miserable team. But they're as bad as the Chargers were last week. Okay, those, those, these were hard or whenever we played them. Then we lose to them, too. We lost to the Niners and them. I, th- I don't even know. I don't even care. Defense looked amazing yesterday. Wow, it's weird when they line up Mika Parsons over the center and he gets sacks and strip sacks and all that kind of stuff. Nobody could have saw that one coming, could they? Hmm. But, but, once again, I sit in my chair in my house and I'm not calling plays for the team. We'd be winning if I was. Just say. The Cowboys showed that they're capable of actually existing in, in, in a plane, but I, I I don't know how good they are because we play against the Eagles next week. The Eagles could blow out the Cowboys 43-3 or whatever we want. What we went, 43-20. It could have been 43-3. It was that close. So I don't know. I, I, I'm reserving my shit talk. I'm, I'm holding back because I, I, I need to – all my energy is geared toward the Rangers right now. Little sidebar is going off to the Longhorns. We win two out of three, uh, you know, tonight and tomorrow night in Arizona. I'll have a little bit more focus towards the Longhorns. Hurt's knee seems to be hurt. Oh, that'd be a shame. That'd be a shame. Anything uh, big happened yesterday? Nothing really. The Chiefs getting beat by the Donkos. Tonight's game, the Raiders and Lions. Look, the way the football season's going, Joe and I both had picked the Lions to win tonight. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Raiders win. Not at all. I wouldn't be surprised at that at all. The Eagles haven't really exactly been setting the world on fire. No, but they just keep winning. That's the thing is they find a way to win. They, look, they played like dog shit yesterday against the Commandos, and they still found a way to win. 
pattern of the season uh, screams fixed. Teams doing shitty one week, then throwing up 40 the next. Defense being dominant and then switch flips. They can stop a crippled goat. This isn't just the Niners. It's the Cowboys. It's the Lions. It's the Chiefs. the Dolphins. the Bills. I just can't buy the whole they had an off-week horse shit anymore. Take the Bills out of there. I'll, I'll sit there and have that discussion with you with those teams that you mentioned. You didn't mention the Eagles, though. You need to put the Eagles in there. Switch out Eagles and Bills because the Bills have just been dog shit all year. Um, My church pastor was a Chiefs fan, and he went to the game and watched him get killed. It was like 20 with snow there. Ah. Uh, Kirk Cousins' Achilles injury is huge. It is. It is. I mean, nobody wants it. Look, Kirk Cousins uh, is about the what seems to be like the Ned Flanders of the NFL. He seems like he's the friendliest guy. You don't necessarily want to see him win a Super Bowl, but you don't want to see him like, you know, he he said that he's – I'll say it. He's that emotional support retard you had in high school. You know, that the team adopted? That's what Kirk Cousins is. And nobody wants to see bad things happen to that kid or Kirk Cousins because he just seems to be such a good guy. Now he blew out his Achilles. I don't know. Kirk Cousins getting up there, ain't he? I mean, Brett Favre, or not Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers up throwing the ball already. He's fucking kicking field goals with his Achilles. It's crazy. They did a breakdown of rest. One crew, home team always wins. Another crew always wins. Another crew always covers the spread. Funny how that happens. Uh, let's see, fuck Kirk Cousins, he's a dick. <laughs> That's from a Bears fan. You know, the the interesting thing is to see how they rank the Major League Baseball umpires. Because that guy behind the dish on a second game, well, he was dog shit. I ain't blaming him for it. Rangers did not hit the ball. The Rangers Rangers could not get out of their funk in game two. Diamondbacks came out hitting, spraying the ball everywhere, playing good baseball. But that strike zone was a goddamn joke. I have 300,000 miles out of my 318 Rams still going. Aaron Rodgers got those Mario Brothers magically healing mushrooms. MLB umps are dicks. Fuck them. Amen to that. I think Brock Curdy contacted Dak Itis during that game. He throws perfectly and in control since last season. And out of nowhere, he's throwing two, three picks. I don't even buy the concussion thing because he threw over 300 yards yesterday. Mm-hmm. Will Levi is out there blowing it up. What are your thoughts on him? Will Levi. Hold on. I don't even know who Will Levi is. Who is Will Levi? There we go. Uh, oh, the guy from, oh, don't don't even get me started. You know what? No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, sorry, Bob. The Tennessee Titans should never, ever wear those jerseys again. How dare they? How dare they? You're wearing Houston Oilers jerseys. I know the franchise came from there, but they got a franchise there now. That beautiful powder blue jersey. The the only thing that good Houston ever did were the Houston Oilers jerseys. 
and mainly because Earl Campbell wore one. But I guess that kid's doing good for the Titans, good for him. Uh, but he plays for the Titans, so fuck him. And they should never have worn those fucking Oiler jerseys. Uh, he's an asshole. Maggie says, Purdy's coming down to earth because the NFL has enough game film on him to know his tendencies now. Um, look, the the whole... I think they had enough film. I, I, I don't know what's going on with Brock Purdy. And by the way, why is it up to me to figure out what's wrong with Brock Purdy? Because he plays for my one of my most hated teams. This is the kind of broadcaster I am. This is why I'm in the Hall of Fame. Because I will tell you about it. I don't buy that it's they've got the game film on him. Because I think they would have had the game film on him in about game eight of his magical streak that he had going to see what his tendency were and, and things like that. I mean, they've got more tape on him, yes. That could lead to it. Um, look, it's not all Brock Purdy's fault. He doesn't have an offensive line that's given him enough time, from what I understand. Are the are, are, are the receivers running the right route? I mean, he has one of his main receivers out, so now everybody has to move up a spot, right? Because isn't Samuel's like their number one? So they got to move somebody up to the number one, so everybody's got to move up, so everybody's in different positions, and they're running different routes. Now, we all know they're supposed to be professionals, but these are young men with millions of dollars on the, and, and time on their hands when practice is over. Some guys get it, some guys don't get it. And I think the Niners are kind of going through that right now, just like every single team does. We'll never see another undefeated team. There are a lot of sports records out there that will never, ever be broken. Uh, Miami Dolphins, will nev- they'll, they'll never be another undefeated NFL team. The closest we ever had, and if, if, if Mike Ditka would have put in Jim McMahon earlier in that game against Miami, a game that didn't matter, the Chicago Bears in 1985 would go down. Look, they're still the greatest team of all time. With Peyton, Walter Peyton, Jim McMahon, Willie Galt, Kevin Butler. I have too many guys on the damn defense to name. The Fridge, Buddy Ryan's defense. I mean, people are calling for Shanahan's head. Is that just? No, it's not just. That's, that's absolutely absurd. What has Shanahan done wrong? Have you had a losing season with Shanahan? Is he taking you to the playoffs? This is this is the greediness of NFL fans. You see, I can be a greedy fan because I'm a Cowboys fan. Shanahan is not a bad coach. This is the NFL. Look, look, look. <laughs> Fuck Shanahan. He's a dick. They've wanted to do this forever, and this is what you're not like in Niner fans. Welcome to my world. Okay? 
this is what my world is. Is that it, it is we expect so much, it, and I'm talking about the Cowboys fan world. And my world is as soon as the salary cap went into place, it was the existence of dynasties as we know. Now everybody will throw it in my face. Well, what about New England? And I'll have to say you got me there because they did have a dynasty with the salary cap. But do you know why? I want you to go back, and I want you to look at when that dynasty started for the New England Patriots and when it ended. And I want you to take note of how many times Tom Brady was the highest-paid quarterback in the league. I can save you a bunch of time. That would be zero. But you see, you get all these guys now, like Dak Prescott, who's going to cost the Cowboys next year $60 million against the cap, whether he plays for us or not. $60 million. Instead of taking the long-term payout to where he could get paid for the rest of his life, he wants it all right away, which cripples the Cowboys because of a salary cap. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Salary caps are socialism. That's right, I said it. When do you, do, do, does the SEC, not the Southeastern Conference, but the people that do all the, the, the bidding and trading, all the policing of that, do they go to home, home Depot and Lowe's and go, hey, Home Depot and Lowe's, for advertising, you can only spend $500 million this year. Go. No. They let them do whatever the fuck they want. Now, short of doing whatever the fuck you want, you should let teams spend whatever they want. And I'll hear the same bullshit. Well, the small market teams, well, then the small market teams don't belong there. Sorry. It's the law of the jungle. And I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of having fruitful teams that get punished for being fruitful teams. And here's the best part. The best part is that throwing money at the situation doesn't always work. You see, that's what makes sports so great. Oh, they just bought a championship. Well, first of all, it ain't illegal to do. And secondly, it don't always work. Ask the New York Mets how well it works. Ask the Boston Red Sox. Well, it did work for them for a little while. But ask all these teams. Throw all this money at play. It doesn't always work. Warbird says Niner D-line is playing awful. Let me tell you, uh, there is to know about football. You ready? Win the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Win the game, period. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And exactly, Brady kept taking pay cuts. Why? So they could get talented guys that would help them go back to the Super Bowl year after year after year. Why? Because winning was the most important thing to him. He knew that if he won, he would get paid in the long run. Today's modern athlete doesn't understand what winning does for you. Because winning, once again, is not being taught to be so important. This is why pro- participation trophies are the worst things to ever happen to humankind. 
that or having having to see like Nancy Grace naked. <laughs> see, it's Halloween. I got to scare you with stuff. It's so maddening. Good teams are punished. They can't spend the money because we have to keep it fair for the small market. The small market. The small market. They're talking about Green Bay. That's the smallest market in the NFL. And it ain't that fucking small. And they used to contend until they got a guy named Jordan Love who absolutely positively sucks. Uh, study, uh, the study salary cap luxury tax that goes to small markets like baseball and NBA is better than the hard cap NFL has. I don't mind if the salary cap is like um, the NBA's to where the, the guy who's playing for the team, that team can pay him more than any other team. I like that one. I don't mind that one because there you go. Let's build up some loyalty. Let's be, But the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, they're all about one thing, selling jerseys. And what sells more jerseys? A team winning. I will say this right now. I guarantee. If the Rangers win the World Series, you will see so many more Rangers jerseys out there than ever before. Only for a little while, though. And if they're as good as I think they're going to be next year and go back-to-back, oh, my God. But it's like, Niner fans, you see it all the time. You see it. When Niners playing well, people wear their Niner shit. They don't. They don't. I make jerseys, just don't tell on me. All these athletes willing to go to shitty teams just to get paid but not take lessons, stay with the best team to win a championship. I'll never understand. No, you will understand. I'm going to tell you why. And this has nothing to do with the color of the athlete, but there used to be something uh, in the movie White Men Can't Jump. There was a brilliant analogy, but they broke it down by color. And I'm going to break it down for you this way. The real athlete against the money athlete. The money athlete would rather look good and lose than do what the real athlete would do, and that's look bad and win. I would rather look horrible and win than have my best outfit on, look all shined up and played like dog shit and lose. Hey, I look good, but we still lost. We lost even though I look good. That means that that means we must really suck. And that's today's modern athlete. And there are far too many that will sign that long-term deal. Now, if they're guys that are middle of the road offensive linemen, defensive linemen, people we won't hear from ever. You know what? You got to make your money. I understand. NFL is a short time and the damage it does to your body. But if you're a guy like quarterback or receiver or even a running back still, you could still matter in the long run. Like if you continue to win and win and win and win. Look at the city of Buffalo. Do you think Thurman Thomas 
or Jim Kelly ever, I don't even think Jim Kelly drinks, but if he did, do you think he'd ever have to buy a drink there? And they didn't even win the Super Bowl. They got there four times, and that city adores them. That's the long-run payoff. If anybody from that Buffalo Bills team needs a fucking job, guess what? They'll hire them there in Buffalo. But if you're a guy who went to the Carolina Panthers in the middle of your contract just to get the biggest payday you could get, and then you got out of there after four years, they don't even remember you. My Bears jersey has have a lot of dust on them. Uh, the one thing I saw that curses the Rangers this year is they kept touching the trophy in the intro. You don't do that until you win. Don't both teams do it? I didn't notice. I'll have to watch. Also, it's been 21 years since Randy Johnson killed a bird. The D-backs ace hit a bird this year. No, 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 no. Don't say any of that. Uh, Thurman Thomas, holy hell, we're going back. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, look, but see, those guys are legends. Tom Brady made a name for himself, and yes, he's going to be a spokesman. I think that Tom Brady and, and Peyton Manning are the next comings of Arnold Palmer and Joe DiMaggio. Now, I shouldn't know who Joe DiMaggio is outside of stories from my father. I remember Joe DiMaggio as Mr. Coffee. I had no idea that Mr. Coffee was a fucking big league player who married Marilyn Monroe, only for her to cheat on him with Frank Sinatra and pretty much everyone else. Look at LeBron. LeBron, lots of people hate that guy. LeBron is going. LeBron is going to spend all his money to keep him relevant. That's what LeBron's going to do. Michael Jordan, making far more money today than he ever did in the NBA. Far more. And you don't think that Brady and Peyton Manning are making more now than they ever made in the NFL? And why? Because they stuck with it and they won. Winning gives you everything. But once again... Nobody wants to emphasize how important winning is. Well, there's one guy. There's one guy who emphasized how, how big winning is. And I got to give it up to him. And it's that wacky governor out of California, the one and only Gavin Newsom, who while in China over the weekend, decided to play a little game of pick up a hoop there. Oh, and take – oh, he would say good. Okay, so Newsom's playing the ball. He's trying to spin it on his finger, and he can't. Because, well, he can't. He's honky. And he's about to take on the, it looks like the Chinese national team. Not one of them is over 5'4". Oh, they're kids? I'm sorry. I thought this was the national team. Uh, but here we go. Gavin spinning it up there. Guy wants to guard him. Oh, Gavin doing a quick turn. Boom. Oh, and then charges that one kid. He lowered the shoulder. Took that kid down. And is weirdly hugging him now. Fucking Bill Lame Beer would have kicked your ass. You try that shit. How dare you take down a kid? But see, that's what winning means to Gavin Newsom. I might have to jump on his ticket now. Are you willing to take out a, a Chinese kid in a pickup game? 
If so, get on the Gavin Newsom bandwagon. <laughs> Gavin Newsom taking China down one kid at a time. Well, that kid's not going to work in the factory anymore. I knew I'd go too far. I knew it. Ozzy spanking the kid. Mage, did you call him to see if he's okay? Now the MLB and NFL seasons are over, I'm going back. Hey, ba- baseball season's not over yet. We've still got a few games to go, pal. Uh, it rise. When I wear my shirt. Niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. Good morning, Arise. I hope that you're doing well. Warbird says probably kissed it better on that poor kid. Chuck says Gavin is tougher on the Chinese than the young criminals in California. Hell yeah, he is. He fucking hate. Hey, Gavin Newsom owns the lane, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, displaying his Barack Obama non-athletic skill set. Yeah, exactly. That's just fucking hilarious. He just completely took that guy out. Ah, uh, Donald! Days never finished. Master got me working. Someday Master set me free. Now, we have one more story that I'm going to get to. Well, well, real quick, real quick. Uh, well, I can do that one. I can do that one later. Um, over the weekend... Former friend star Matthew Perry was found in his hot tub, dead. He had drowned. He was 54 years old. I didn't know that his his stepdaddy was that weird guy from Dateline, Keith Morrison. I didn't know that. He was there. I was like, holy shit, Dateline's on this already? Um, all the reports I saw. Um, no drugs were found at the house except prescription medication. They called in 911 and they called a cardiac arrest at the house. They say he drowned. Um, nobody's really talking about the cause of death yet. Now, I've seen a couple things posted. Like, they're giving him, he made some kind of post a couple nights ago where he's in his hot tub. And he says, oh, so warm water swirling around makes you feel good. I'm Matt Man. And I guess he became like a big Batman fan, which, by the way, I don't care about. Um, I heard he was playing pickleball earlier in the day. And then came home and was upset about it. I, I, look, 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 look. They said he had prescription medication there. And I, I, I haven't found out exactly, but they said he's on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication. I don't know if that's benzodiazepines. I, I don't know. Like Xanax or anything like that. Not sure. 
But I can't imagine taking some of those and getting in a hot tub would be the best thing for you. All I could keep thinking was that Keith Morrison narrating Perry's funeral, it gives me comfort, yeah. He had battles with depression, too. I wonder if Chicago has a pickleball team. Maybe they don't suck. Meds that don't work. Anyone see where Hillary was? <laughs> Shit, right? Um, yeah, he didn't look good at the Friends reunion. and it, it Look, he's a guy who has demons. I get it. Fuck, I had to battle those demons. I, I, I read a story about him over the weekend, and it broke my heart. And I thank God it wasn't me. And I, I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not trying to front here. Um, he was addicted to pain pills. And it, it his addiction got so bad that he actually exploded his colon. Because if you take enough pain pills, you won't shit. You'll eat. But you won't shit. And when you do try to shit, oh, it's painful. It is bad. It, yeah, look, you are making deals with God. It's like it's like being hung over when you're like 17 and you got something to do the next day or 22. Uh, I'll be legal here. And you got something to do the next day and you're praying to God that morning. Please, God, just let me get through this hangover, please. I'll never, I swear to God, I'll never drink again. You're making that same promise on the toilet. But he may, he he exploded his colon. His demons are deep. I get it. A lot of people don't. I understand it. A lot of people were, will say, oh, you know, it, it, look, look, sorry that, that part of the recovery sometimes happens to be you have to, you know, you don't always have to take that 13th step, which is back to the bar. You don't always have to do it. It's not a part of everybody's. Believe me, I know. The one thing I will say about Matt Perry is, is that he's no longer in pain. Um, he provided lots and lots of entertainment. I can't say that I'm sad to see him go. Because I didn't see a lot of stuff on him for, from him in the horizon. So it's like he, he was gone, only to pop up here and there. And then he's that guy from that thing that was funny one time. I think that would eke him more than anything else. It's a sad story. Uh, it was crazy to watch his weight fluctuate so much between seasons of Friends. Yeah, that'll do it to you. So, uh, Godspeed to you, Matthew Perry. Look, I, I was a friend. I, I, I was I, I was a fan of Friends. I was not a friend of fans. I was a fan of I liked the show. I mean, we all wanted this to be Ross. Nobody likes that guy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm going to hell for that one. I don't care. I don't care. It's going to be fun there. Um, let's see. Anything else? Any, oh. Ross knows how to swim. Uh, I didn't cry. I don't idolize these actors. I know most are fucked in the head. They probably had to do shameful shit to get to Hollywood. 
Is Biden now going to ban hot tubs? No. No, if the show would have been called Children, then he would ban hot tubs. But no, he, he has no interest in that. Corner issues first uh, deferred, death deferred. Like, I, look, I, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be a jerk off here. Um, let, 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 me, let me ask you. Do you think you drowned? Or are we going to get something else that pops in toxicology? Are you going to, are, are you, nothing is going to change. He's still not going to be around anymore. Will you like his work less? Will you like him less if you found out that, oh, he's C4, you know, C. Philip Thomas, or what was it? Was that fat guy? I can't even think of his name now. The guy that I couldn't believe was a heroin junkie. Uh, I think he was on drugs. Fuck David Schwimming. He's a dick. Those memes were funny. I think he was on drugs. Um, I'm a, You know what? I'm going to hold out hope that he wasn't. But I will say that I won't be surprised. Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's it. Thank you, Stinkfist. See, you and Ogre got my back. You got me on all, all pop culture stuff, and, and Ogre will have me on pop culture stuff, too, and the smart stuff whenever I hit, you know, my, my wall of uh, Alzheimer's because I am going to probably get it. But I couldn't believe Philip Seymour Hoffman was a heroin drug. I'm like, he's too fat. That guy has never been in shape in his life. I know he's never smoked crack. I heard he had a heart attack and drowned. Maybe heart issues due to past drug use. Could be. Fuck these shitty garbage bags, these messed up drawstring things. They're dicks. Garbage day sucks. That's because I'm full of useless knowledge. That's what makes us so good together. Just go with it. It was the vax. (laughs) I was thinking the same, reporting a heart attack and drowning. Uh, I don't think about uh, him being vaxxed. If he had blood pressure problems or a weak heart in a hot tub is not a good idea. (laughs) No, it's a fantastic idea, so I can watch that meteor hit Earth. By the way, I have a story. I have a story in the next break because the next break, of course, is the Halloween break. (laughs) And we'll get to all of our wonderful, wonderful stuff. By the way, by the way, the scariest guy out there, the guy who ran the Children of the Corn, Mike Pence, has suspended his 2024 campaign, meaning, well, shocking, he will not be the president of the United States of America. Thank the Lord. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Happy Monday, everybody.
his small way back in Booger Woods. He never did do a lot of harm in the world, but he never did do no good. People didn't think too much of him. They all thought he acted funny. The old man didn't care about people anyway. All he cared about was his money. He'd stuff it all down in the mason jars and he'd bury it all around. And on certain nights, if the moon was right, he'd dig it up out of the ground. He'd pour it all out on the floor of his shack and run his fingers through it. Yeah, Lucius Clay was a greedy old man, and that's all that there was to it. But I couldn't believe it. I just had to find out for myself, and I couldn't conceive it. Cause I never would listen to nobody else, and I couldn't. They were mean as a snake and sneaky as a cat and belligerent when they'd speak. One night the oldest brother said, y'all meet me in the woolly swamp later and we'll take old Lucius's money and we'll feed him to the alligators. They found the old man out in the back with a shovel in his hand. Thirteen rusty mason jars had just dug up out of the sand. And they all went crazy and they beat the old man and they picked him up off of the ground swamp and stood there and laughed as the black water sucked him down. Then they turned around and went back to the shack and picked up the money and ran. They hadn't gone nowhere when they realized they were running in quicksand. And they struggled and they screamed but they couldn't get away and just before they went under. They could hear that old man laughing in a voice as loud as thunder. It's been 50 years ago and you can go by there yet. There's a spot in the yard in the back of that shack where the ground is always wet. And on certain nights, if the moon is right down by that dark footpath, you can hear three young men screaming. You can hear one old man laugh. If you ever go back in the woodiest small way, you better not go at night. There's things out there in the middle of the woods that make a strong man die for Stopped beside me in an antique Cadillac. He was dressed like 1950, half drunk and hollow-eyed. He said, it's a long walk to Nashville, would you like to ride, son? I sat down in the front seat. He turned on the radio. 
And them sad old songs coming out of them speakers was solid country gold. Then I noticed the stranger was ghost white there when he asked me for a light. And I knew there was something strange about this ride. He said, Drifter, can you make folks cry when you play and sing? Have you paid your dues? Can you moan the blues? Can you bend down guitar strings? He said, Boy, can you make folks feel what you feel inside? Cause if you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long, hard ride. Then he cried just south of Nashville And he turned that car around He said, this is where you get off, boy Cause I'm going back to Alabama As I stepped out of that Cadillac I said, Mr. Many Thanks He said, you don't have to call me Mr. Mr. The whole world called me Hank He said, Drifter, can you make It's a long, hard ride He said, Drifter, can you make folks cry when you play and sing? Have you paid your dues? Can you moan the blues? Can you up in them guitar string? He said, boy, can you make folks feel what you feel inside? But if you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long, hard ride If you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long, hard ride you know, you got a lot of competition out there now, Sunday, like it was in the 50s when I was here. I mean, you got Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Guy Clark, Billy Joe Schaefer, David Allen Cole. And you even got my son. Fishing poles broke, the creek is full of sand My woman run away with another man No matter how struggle and strive I'll never get out of this world alive A distant uncle passed away And left me quite a batch And I was living high until the fatal a lawyer proved I wasn't born, I was only hatched Everything's against me and it's got me down If I jumped in the river, I would probably drown No matter how struggle and strive I'll ever get out of this world alive
every shoes I'm wearing all the time is full of holes and nails. And brother, if I stepped on a worn out dime, I bet a nickel I could tell you if it was heads or tails. I'm not gonna worry wrinkles in my brow. Cause nothing's ever gonna be alright, no how. No matter how I struggle and strive, I'll ever get out of this world alive. ArnieRadio.com, the biggest podcaster around. Not necessarily in listeners and downloads. I just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while. Jesus, man, you ever hear of a salad? See? See? All right. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. The legend of Wooly Swamp, scary country song. The ride, talking about picking up the ghost of Hank Williams and then playing Hank Williams. Blah, blah, welcome to the Halloween show, blah. I love doing today's show because it gives me an excuse to make crank phone calls. And uh, before we get to your homework, and and somebody has answered, Jim has answered his homework duty. Uh, We will get to it here in just one quick second. Let's make make the first of many phone calls, shall we? We're calling the Blood Bank of Chicago. Thank you for calling the Biomat USA Donor Center in Chicago, Illinois. If you are interested in becoming one of our donors, please press 1. To speak to the reception desk, Please press 2 for our app. Wait while I transfer your call. Baby, how can I help you? Uh, blah, I was wondering, are you taking any withdrawals from the blood bank today? Blah. Blah, hello, are you there? I'm here. What do you need, sir? Uh, I was wondering, do you know why the vampire divorced his wife? Blah. Because she wasn't his type. Blah. Blah. She was not having very much fun today. Blah. You see, and it's just that stupidity that makes me so happy to wake up each and every morning to tell shit jokes like that. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. So now, before we get uh, back to the crank calling, um... I had an assignment, and it was uh, it was you're out who came up with the assignment who wanted to talk about the worst Halloween outfits you had as a kid. And I thought about this. It, it didn't take me long to come up with mine. And I think mine were about a three. It, it, they, I have my top three worst Halloween outfits I ever wore as a kid. And... I, I, oh man, let's see, do I have, where, where did I put it, did I, did I not write them down, I thought I wrote them down, I did write them down, there's somewhere in here, oh there it is, okay, uh, let's see, um, 
So, uh, oh, who said it earlier? Jim says, Mom liked to make some great costumes for me in the mid-70s, and I was ungrateful shit that wanted the cheap plastic mask underoo shit off the shelf. Yeah. Oh, we all did. Because, look, look, looking back on it, we, we understand how much our parents wanted to please us as kids. And our, our, our moms were probably not seamstresses, and they did the best they could. You know, but we were, we, I want, look, look, everybody wanted to go to the store and get some kind of cool rubber mask. But, but some of us didn't have the, uh, the funds to do that. And some of our parents were not going to spend oo oo boo bucks on, uh, I remember my friend, my friend Todd, we went trick or treating one year. He went as Darth Vader and he got the real, like, like almost like. Studio quality fucking Darth Vader mask that was like fifty dollars, and I remember his mom's like, "Don't tell your father." And I remember I th- this is one of my years too, by the way. Uh, I had a He-Man sword and shield. My mom made the rest of my costume out of grocery paper bags. I hated it. Uh, Warbird was talking about 60 Minutes. He says, I only watched so I could listen to what that clueless woman had to say. She's dumber than a box of rocks. Oh, she really is. So the uh, the year that, that my friend Todd got to go as Darth Vader, and I was so jealous because this year we really didn't have any money to, to, to do one. So this ranks as my number three worst Halloween costume of all time. I went as, I I, want to get this right here. Oh, crap, where did I put it? Uh, I went as a nerd. (laughs) Todd's got this black outfit on with the cape and the fucking... Uh, the the lightsaber and the mask, and I've got my hair slicked back with Vaseline. Got a pair of horn rim glasses on, a button down shirt buttoned all the way to the top, with a pit, a pocket protector. Some pants of mine that we had not thrown out yet because they were still good in the waist. They were just a little short on me, and I had to go as a nerd. I'll never forget. We were we're we're we're, we're trick or treating, and I always I would always get asked this. Why? Because we were poor, and this is why I hate this question. Who are you supposed to be? Well, I'm a nerd. This one old lady says, "You look like a delightful young man. You have a shirt and it's tucked in. Here you go." I'm like, "I'm a fucking nerd. This sucks." Uh, I went to Christian Junior's high school. Uh, we had a Halloween party where we could only dress up as characters from the Bible. Uh, two buddies and me were the three wise men. That would be awful. How come you didn't go as the J-Man? Just walk around in a loincloth, hailing people all day. You show it. You, you know what? You, if that happens again, if your kid gets to like dress up like a, a Jesus character, have him go as Jesus. And, and, and you know what? It, look, I'll be nice here. Slip him some grape juice, get some Welch's, and he can switch out kids' water for that. There you go. See, that would be awesome. Uh, there was no buying costumes for me and my siblings. I'm the fourth out of five. We made our costumes a lot of clowns. 
Uh, I had a brown towel around my neck. I was Superman. <laughs> I went as a nerd once to tape glasses. Oh, yeah. I was a Bud Light bottle on Saturday. I even made a cape with my BL tranny fluid sign printed on it and tranny fluid koozies. Libtards that were there were pissed. Fuck them. They are dicks. Had to recycle my Dracula cape and teeth or my pirate outfit like H-E-L-L-A years in a row, too. Only had a really bad costume one time. Well, Donald, it must have been nice growing up in the lap of luxury. Uh, eye rolls of aluminum foil and told me to wrap myself like a Chipotle burrito. <laughs> Jesus, the landscaper. I would have killed for one of those string plastic masks. I threw on a piece of pajama, uh, a one-piece pajama suit with a pacifier and went as a baby. Should have saved some money, ground a paper bag, and put it on my win as a Bears fan. All right, so my number two, I think this was the first year that started the bad costume trend. Uh, every year at Halloween. Oh, Ken Dog, don't get ahead of me. I got that in my next uh, in the next hour of deaths. We have a whole hour dedicated to death coming up next. Speaking of death, uh, let, let, let's make a phone call, shall we? These are the ones you're waiting for right here. Uh, yeah, hi, is Earl in? Who? Earl. Who's Earl? Well, uh, Earl used to work in the back, and I was going to talk to him. Uh, I got a Halloween thing going on, and uh, last year Earl let me uh, have a couple of extra bodies y'all had laying around. I was just seeing if he was working today. Man, nobody is playful this Halloween. <laughs> I think the lady that I first did that to in Memphis, <laughs> she kept me on the phone. She's like, he can't do that. Well, I'm like, he did. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, won't send video. Oh, yeah. Oh, send, oh, send the video in the next hour, Ken Dog. That's one of my favorite calls to do right there. Hold on a second. Let's see. Uh, let's call the Houston Morgue. I think the Houston Morgue is open. You have reached the Harris County Institute of Forensic Sciences, which includes the Medical Examiner and Crime Laboratory Services for Harris County, Texas. To listen to this information in Spanish, press 8. Your call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance purposes. To report a death or to inquire about a missing person, press 1. If you are a family member calling about your loved one, press 2. If you are a funeral home representative, press 3. No. For media relations, press 4. No. For crime laboratory services, press 5. No. For business hours and location, press 6. Mm -hmm. To repeat this main menu, press 7. To speak to an operator, Press zero. Zero is. Institute of Forensic Sciences. Yeah, hi. Do you know if Leroy is working? Who? Leroy. Leroy the janitor. Leroy. 
Yes, ma'am. Uh, Leroy for janitor. Well, well, Leroy worked there last year. I was just seeing if he's in. Uh, he helped me out with a Halloween party I had. I was wondering, y'all got a couple, like, extra hands or feet laying around over there? Really? Well, Leroy helped me last year. Well, like I said, I don't know any Leroy. I've never known a Leroy that worked there. So you're saying that you ain't got no hands or legs that I can use for my party? That's kind of ridiculous to call here for that. You know that, right? Well, you guys would have them. I mean, there's not like a store. Okay, I'm hanging up, sir. Have Bye. a great Halloween. Who else am I going to call? I can't call Roths. Excuse me. Y'all got any hands or legs laying around? Oh, oh, you don't? But you have some United States Polo Association shirts? Okay, I'll take that instead. <laughs> oh, sometimes we'd grab some of Grandpa's Western wear and cowboy hat and boots and the cowboy for the fifth year in a row. That's not bad. Okay, so my second worst costume ever. I don't know where the hell you're out is. She's the one who came up with this whole idea. So uh, we used to, uh, every other year, we would go to Austin for Halloween for about four or five years. And uh, the reason why is because the University of Texas used to always play Texas Tech on Halloween. Now, there was a famous incident. It did not happen to any of the games I went to because it happened at Lubbock. But true story, the Red Raider mascot, who's got like Zorro on the back of him, I forget what they call it. They, they call it Loses to Texas every year. That's the name of the horse. Um, loses to Texas every year, got spooked, and has, swear to God, ran headfirst into a wall at a football game. It was insanity. But we didn't get to go to that game because we never, ever, ever went out to Lubbock for games. We'd only go to games in Austin. This is one of the years. And Longhorns played a day game, so I got to go trick-or-treating with my cousins down there. Now, road trick-or-treating is, is very um, terrible. Because the deal with road trick-or-treating is that you, you don't have a home base. So you have to buy, you, 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 you're going to different stores in different towns. You don't know how good their Halloween stuff is. Because back in the day, you know, different stores would carry different Halloween shit. We didn't have the, the spirit Halloween store on every fucking corner growing up. We had to rely on the shitty paper masks. We had to rely on that. So we're in Austin. Let me let me read uh, what Ogre says. My worst costume was one of two, either a bunch of old film strips taped strung together and draped on me. I went as some nondescript monster. The other shitty costume was some green makeup smeared on my face and my dad's big button-down shirt on. It made me look like a lab coat. I went as a mad scientist who turned into a lizard. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. For all-out horribleness. Um, but I'll never forget, uh, well, so so we went to the game, Longhorns won, of course. It's against Tech. We stopped at the grocery store on the way home to buy our costume stuff. 
and uh, they decided to get the fake prosthetic, like, cuts and bleeding marks and, and ooey, gooey shit that's hanging from you. You know, all the fake blood shit. And we put that all over my face. And, and by the way, my mother was no fucking Hollywood makeup artist. And it looked, it was horrible. It was, it was awful. I just looked like I had a bunch of fucking open sores on my face. And I was like, well, what should I tell people I am? Because they're going to ask. And they're like, you're a murder victim. And see, I wasn't as logical as a kid as I am now. But if I'm a murder victim, how am I trick-or-treating? I should be dead. But murder victim, shitty fucking, like, you know, glue-on sores. That, that was awful. Awful. One year I went as a vampire, which meant a sheet tied over me as a cape. And my tuxedo-type shirt with a long sleeve polo shirt that said varsity when the cape came off, I cried. My mom, she said, just go as a college student. Zero fucks given by my parents. Yeah. When I was 11, I went blackface. Jesus. Were you Justin Trudeau? Oh, God damn it. Oh, God, that is so funny. All right, let, let, let's call the Oklahoma City Blood Bank, shall we? I tell you what, man, them people were not very friendly. There's Houston, LA. Oh, I still got that. Oh, is that one yet? Is this one yet? Is this one the Oklahoma one? I already, I already call Oklahoma. Hello. Thank you for calling your blood institute. For information about making a blood donation or scheduling an appointment, please press 1. If you are a therapeutic patient needing to schedule an appointment for a blood draw, please press 2. For instructions on how to get your test results, please press 3. For can I donate blood questions about your eligibility, please press 4. For assistance with all other questions, please press 0. Thank you for calling our Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas Blood Institute, and Coffee Memorial Blood Center. All calls are recorded for quality purposes. To schedule an appointment to donate blood, or if you have questions relating to a scheduled blood donation, please press 1. To schedule a platelet appointment, or for questions related to an existing platelet appointment, please mm -hmm. press 2. No. Additionally, online scheduling of appointments and information about eligibility is available at obi.org. For assistance with your donor portal, or to speak with customer service, please press 3. 3 it is. <coughs> me, 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 me. Good old funky music there at the Blood Center. Of Oklahoma, Arkansas, and what other troglodyte state. Oh, come on now. It can't be that busy. And I have such a good joke. Oh, my God. This this is a Hall of Famer right here. Blah. 
Blanc. Me and my litter mate tried to make cardboard shoes and go as a pair of chucks. They were horrible, and after about a dozen houses, we were done with them and went back and changed into fatigues. <laughs> G.I. Joe, guys. I don't like all this whole music here. I'm about to hang up and call him back. Or we'll hang up and call him back. I might, I might choose a different one. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling your blood institute. Thank you. For information about making a blood donation or scheduling an appointment, please press 1. one. If you Schedule an appointment. Thank you for calling our Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas Blood Institute, oh, and Coffee Memorial Blood Institute. state. All calls are recorded for quality purposes. Okay. To schedule an appointment to donate blood, or if you have questions relating to a scheduled blood donation. Oh, the funky music again. Blah, I'm willing to donate some of my blood. As long this is Sarah with our Blood Institute. How can I help you today? Blah, good morning to you, Sarah. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am wonderful. You're playing I, the part, aren't you? I am trying. I was just wondering, are deposits available as well as withdrawals? Of course. Uh, we love it. Uh, one question for you. Why do vampires love the South? Because the blood's warmer? I'm not sure. Blah, blah. Why? You should stick to your day job because of all the rednecks. Sarah, you have a great day today. You too. Blah. Now see? Now see? Sarah got it. I mean, come on. It's not that hard, people. I'm just having a little bit of fun with you. That's all. Ain't no need to get snippy and go, hey, you can't be serious about that, can you? See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't see? know why she doesn't get it. Wow, one of them with a sense of humor must be new. Uh, all right, so my number one, the worst Halloween costume I ever had. And, man, my mom was so proud of this one. My mom was so excited about me wearing this one. And let me just tell you, I fucking hated it. I hated this costume. And it wasn't. It wasn't due to the fact of the overt racism in the costume. <laughs> but my parents sent me out one year. They got me this blue shirt of my dad's, right? They put some kind of crazy... Ass, my, my, now, now, this is a true story. I'm about to blow you all away here. My stepmom, Jeannie, she was a trained belly dancer. That's right. I don't know if I, I, I don't I don't know if I tell y'all enough that one, but yeah, she was a belly dancer. And she she had the finger chimes and everything. One year I wanted to go as a Hare Krishna, but she wouldn't let me use the finger chimes, so I couldn't go. We need another stand from Butterball. Oh, the Butterball calls are coming up, baby. November is only a couple days away. So uh 
so she gave me like one of her like I don't know like a shawl or something. It was like real vibrant and colorful. And they tied that around my neck. And then my mom got this dirty makeup, like this red type makeup on, and put it on me. And they they had, I don't know if like my parents had won this in some kind of goofy raffle or something, but I had a big old fake mustache. And then on top of my head, they had we had gone to uh, Mexico when I was a little kid. We'd gone to Laredo. We'd gone to Nuevo Laredo. And, of course, when you go to those places then, you were pretty much forced to buy a sombrero. Well, we had a sombrero. Big old offensive-as-shit sombrero. And that dirty makeup my mom put on my face and then put the mustache on. And then she put some six-shooters around my waist. And I went as the legendary, the horrible, Pancho Villa. Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. I didn't know who in the blue fuck Pancho Villa was. And my mom was so proud of that costume that she came up with. Mm-mm-mm. Now, I went along with it because, well, you know, I, I'm not going to go, well, that sucks. Ogre says, in second grade, I didn't know we could wear costumes to school on Halloween. I told my teacher I didn't want to do the uh, parade since I was embarrassed. When she said, fuck off, get in the line. I may be paraphrasing. I took my uniform sweater and tied it around my waist, and I went as a samurai. Most pale, retarded-looking samurai in history. Mm Mm-mm. I was the worst representation of Pancho Villa. And, And let me just say real quick. Pancho Villa, probably not the best person to have your kid go out and trick-or-treat as. I mean, that would be like going out and trick-or-treating pretty much as, I don't know, Ted Bundy. You send your eight-year-old kid out looking like fucking, uh, what's his name, uh, from the, the, the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh, yes, his raping and killing and pillaging of the border towns around Mexico and Texas are legendary. Jim says the Mexican word of the day, ahead of its time with your humor, LMAO. I went as Pancho Villa. God, that costume was terrible. Oh. I remember people would ask me, what are you supposed to be? I'm like, oh, I, I, I would go like, see, I didn't have my humor. I, I didn't have my chops then because I was a little kid. This, we're talking like nine, ten years old, right? I didn't even think about pulling off the voice. Hey, trick or treat, gringo. If you don't give me candy, I'll rape you. Adele, Adele. Oh, God. Old Telly Savalas. Fuck Jeffrey Dahmer. He was a dick and a Packers fan. Double dick. Your parents surprised you came home that night. Fuck. I remember that. Look, look. Remember trick or treating as a kid? 
No matter how shitty your costume were, somebody had a worse costume than you. My friend Todd was never that guy. He got to be Darth Vader one year. One year, his dad, who was some kind of engineer or something, he built him this monstrosity. He looked like a giant golf ball because they were all styrofoam cups, like, it, and they were in the form of a ball, and everybody thought that was the greatest thing in the world. I'm like, it's a bunch of styrofoam cups. It doesn't look that good. Kind of stupid if you ask me. But you remember, you, you you remember you'd have to you meet up. I I don't know how they do trick or treating now. I don't even know if trick or treating is an actual thing. Dracula and Russell Brand accent, please. Oi, blah blah blah. I'm Russell Brand, Dracula, blah. You can't do them. You can't. Do, one's Romanian, one's English. Three fourths of the kids in my school were Mexican American. No way I could ever be Pancho Villa or say Andalay. Well, see, we didn't we didn't get to wear like our schools growing up. My my schools were fucking strict for public schools. We never got to wear costumes to school. I mean, we had the 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 shitty fucking, you know. Yeah, let, let me just tell you real quick, Michael Sarah. Hi, I'm Michael Thera. Blah, blah. I'm Michael Thera Dracula. Blah, I want to suck your blood. Blah, blah. Russell Brand's Romanian. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? Um, But we, no, we never got to wear costumes at school. We we had to do that stupid ass. I remember I, the one day that I hated every year, the one day that I couldn't stand, even as a kid, was fucking Valentine's Day. You see, I didn't grow up in this pussyfoot world that we live in today where every kid in the class has to get one. You got one or two moms that would do that back in my day growing up. But there were certain years I did not get any fucking valentines from any girls that I liked. Why? Because I was fat. Fucking hated that day. But you get a couple in your bag, you know, you dump them out, and, you know, the, the pretty girl who wears the rabbit fur coat or the fake rabbit fur coat, she dumps hers out, and there's like 15 billion different Valentines in there. You, the fat kid wearing your cool members-only jacket that you've worn every day for the last year because your grandma bought it for you, and it's fucking awesome because it's a members-only jacket, and you're like the only third grader to have a members-only jacket. Because you're the size of a man. You dump out your bag and there's three. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day to me. Shit day. You fucking kids today, I swear to God. If you had, I, if kids had to grow up today with the rules and the things that we didn't have in place safeguarding us as children... We'd have a lot better society to look forward to. I'll tell you that right now. Because every guy, every kid has got to get the same amount of candy. Okay, you get two and you get two. Hell no. If your costume sucks, you don't get shit. You come up to the house and, and you're like, uh, I'm a disgruntled employee of UPS. No, get out. You're not even wearing brown. And the joke is USPS, idiot. 
I know you think girls will go as Taylor Swift this year, but watch out for the Adele or... Oh, God damn it. God damn it. Hello. Or Lizzo. It's me. It's a duet. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. Yeah, that's why you do Russell Brand doing a Dracula accent. It's an accent inside an accent. Yeah, it's hard. Oi, I'm Russell Brand. Oh, I'm going to be Dracula, blah, blah. That's how he would do it. He would put no effort in the Romanian part of it. Oi, I'm Russell Brand, blah. I'm Dracula, Russell Brand, blah. That's how he'd do it. You know what? You, you got me there. You got me there. Michael Sierra would at least try. Because, see, Michael Sierra, he, he's, he's an accomplished act. Michael Sierra, blah, blah. I'm Dracula, blah. See, I can see Michael Sierra doing it. Russell Brand, he's a dick. Honest question, do boys have uh, to give Valentine's to other boys in class now? Oof. Stink fist, I would imagine that the way it works out is probably. Because you don't want to exclude the gays. But probably before all the fucking alphabet mafia people took over the world. I would say that boys would have to get the exact number of girls' valentines and vice versa. Girls would have to get the exact number for boys in the class valentines. That's what they'd have to do. No. uh Uh-uh. See... See, th- th- this this fairness world, it, the bullshit. Bullshit. That year that Todd went as fucking Darth Vader, he crushed me in candy. I went as a nerd, and I got dick. I think the only part I beat him in was I got more pennies than he did. <laughs> What's a Taylor Swift costume? An ice cube and a fish sticking out. <laughs> Yes, Pancho Villa. But, like, like, you remember you'd go trick-or-treat and you'd hear the, all the fucking horrible stories. Oh, you hear about the razor blade found in Milwaukee? Like, nobody found a fucking razor blade. But all the parents believed it, and, 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 and we, all, we all thought the parents believed it. See, it took us a while. Kids, if you're listening right now, Jameson, if you're listening right now, I want you to, I want you to listen up, young man. Victor, you need to tell your, 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 your younger siblings this, too. The reason your parents want you to wait until you get home to, quote-unquote, check the candy, it's about 20% to check and make sure there's no, you know, there's no possums in there, no fucking hot dogs or condiments. I'm counting on you people. But about 80% of it is to steal your loot. They're going to leave you with those, do they have those shitty still, like they're kind of hard but chewable, like root beer, like sweet candies that were like white with brown stripes? Those were awful. Parents always left those. Oh, those are fine. Twix bars, for some reason, were never okay. Three Musketeers, fine and dandy, have all this fake fucking chocolate.
not razor blades or exploding candy, but their parent, yeah, oh, total parent tax. Jameson and his sister give the bags to us. Damn right they do. You know the rules. That is taxation without representation. But I remember, you know, you'd load up with a couple of dads out there. They'd go trick-or-treating with you. There'd be like 10 of you. And you're out there trick-or-treating, and you're like, come on, keep up, let's go. And and let's 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 pass some rules of etiquette, shall we? Shall we, people? If y'all are gonna be taking your little fucking rug rat shitheads out trick or treating, let's remember some rules here. If the lights off, fuck off. Okay, if the lights off, do not knock on that door. See, that shows that that just shows how entitled and spoiled you are. You never go to the house with the lights that are out. Never go to that house. Twix bars is because there could be a needle in them. Mm-hmm. Colin says life lessons. Sora's dad says, good morning, Arnie. Damn it, it's Arnie. It's called checking candy. It's called the yearly tax. Got to teach the future somehow. Exactly. Oh, I know what you're doing. But if you're the dads that are in charge, if you're the dads with the flashlights. Remember there was always that dad, one dad who had the fucking military-grade flashlight? Your dad had the shitty ever-ready one that came free with, like, six batteries. It was the, it was, it was, pla- it was made out of plastic that even China wouldn't use. This <laughs> fucking rinky-dink flashlight that would probably get hot in your hand and melt to your hand compared to Joe's dad who's got the the police mag light that can shine 17 counties away and for some reason your dad with the shitty light is leading the way. I taught my kids not to go into uh, unlit houses, and if you knock or ring the door, there's no answer within 20 seconds, move along. One year, we got bottles of Tylenol with stickers that said, no cyanide in this one, I promise. Those went straight into the garbage. Yeah, I can imagine. I feel like Ogre is that dad with the flashlight. With the big one? Yeah, see, I see Ogre is, is the, the take command guy there. I'd be the one with the shitty flashlight. I'd be like my dad. And no matter no matter what, that, that flashlight would not make it two hours. Boy, we'd take it home. I, I gotta get some batteries for the flashlight. I'm like, Dad, that flashlight's a piece of shit. It lasted for less than two hours. Well, it's it's our flashlight. Oh, what do you want me? Buy one of those fancy ones? We hardly ever use it anyway. I mean, then then they get logical with you. Right? They don't want to give up the shitty ever ready flashlight. That is the Wish.com version of a flashlight. They don't want to get rid of that. They will They will spend dollars to donuts on batteries that will last only for an hour at a time. Rather than spending, I don't know, $15 more on a bigger flashlight. What, do you want me to join the National Guard too, huh? 
It's mom and dad taxed with the candy, LOL. My dad would set up a table and make free margaritas for the parents. Very nice. In truth, I carry a normal flashlight for the uh, stretches without street lights. Why would I waste the batteries on my kids? It's called tactical light, Arnie. <laughs> That's the best line ever. That is so fantastic. That is so well written. It's called a tactical light, Arnie. And us prepared dads also have a headlamp. The dog has a light in case we have to search and rescue. Come on now, Arnie. I was in a meeting. Crap, I've missed a segment. No, you're right in the middle of the segment. You're out. I, I, I Look, my, my three worst, uh, I'll go over my three real quick again. Number three was a nerd. Terrible. Number two, for some odd reason, we stopped at the grocery store to get that shitty, like, glue-on cuts and scrapes and abrasions and fake blood. I went as a murder victim, even though the logical side of me now says, how can you go as a murder victim when you're alive? And number one was the most racist outfit I ever wore, and my mom loved it. I went as a, a, a fat, young Pancho Villa. I didn't use any of the Mexican language, though. So, so uh, please, please, you're out. The, the, the stage is yours to regale us with your horrible, because everybody's been mentioning theirs. Technical lights are for queers. I carry one of those laser beam cutting lights for the assholes who don't answer the door. Now, now real quick, just real fast. Do you hold it against neighbors that don't answer the door? Because I, like, as as a kid, you know, we didn't, we didn't, we knew our neighbors pretty well back then growing up. And if the people had their lights on, we would go trick-or-treat at their house. If they didn't have their lights on, we wouldn't trick-or-treat at their house. And then we wouldn't, like, you know, dig up their fucking pipelines. Yeah, everybody's so worried about your house getting teepeed and shit. We didn't do that stuff. If you didn't have candy for us, no big deal. I got the 4D cell Rodney King beater mag light. Oh, I call that the NBFL, but I can't really say it's the Joe Murphy word, beating flashlight. Now, if you got your light on and it's Halloween, and somebody knocks on your door, you, you better answer. You better answer. You're just asking for trouble all night, unless you're not home. And if you're not home, your dogs are probably going crazy. Now, time for some honesty here, ass family. No, I don't hold it against them. I just silently judge and think they need help. I'll just turn off the old porch light. Then the house is decorated and they don't answer the door. Then it's go time. Got to go have a quick meeting. The job thing's getting in the way. Our lights are always off and these entailed snot-nosed kids still knock. Yeah. Derek's laughing at the NBFL. We have called it the NBFL since I was in eighth grade. That's a phrase. And I wanted to say it at first, but I was like, well, I got to explain. I have to explain the reasoning behind this. Um, all right, so let's say that you saunter up to a house. 
Okay, it, it, it's your time, ass family. It is your time. You make the call. You show up to a house. Lights are on. And you see that bowl of candy. That magnificent bowl of candy just sitting there. And they got a little sign up there. It says, please take one piece per child. Now I got to ask. Do you adhere to those rules? Well, do you now with your kids, most likely, or did you as a kid adhere to those rules? You make the call. All right. We, we got music. So when you roll up to a house that's got a, the, 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 the big old bowl full of candy, you just take one. that start at noon and knock on every door jerks too at noon? Good Lord, that's crazy. Uh, Trash Panda answered. He was honest. How He made the call here. Hold on a second here. Um, what call did you he make? He says it's getting emptied. All right, so you're taking the whole bowl. Uh, now as a kid nowadays, they'll post your kids on Facebook. Gibby says got to take at least a handful. Hell, no handful and go. Uh, the bowl was always emptied because the first kid dumped it into their bag. Look, look, I, I'll agree with the handful. But but see, here's the more important part because I have your out's uh, response coming up here. The important one is this. What kind of candy is it? Because if, if, it's, if it's a bowl full of shit candy, yeah, I might take one. I mean, if, if this is a bowl full of, like, Snickers... And, and, and Milky Way and Hershey's, yeah, it, it, look, you're, you're at least a handful. At least a handful. And that says, okay, my worst costume, ugh. My mom meant well. My parents uh, tried to stay relevant, and it was the 70s. Anyway, we made a pair of dice out of cardboard, painted them red with white dots, attached them with rope, and we were a pair of hanging dice. Good in theory. But the paint wasn't waterproof, one, and it rained. And the holes in the dice were so far apart that it killed our arms, lost circulation. And picture two kids stuck together by rope. One had to hold the bucket to the left to get the candy. Then the other had to go to the right to get the candy. While the arms were sticking out barely from cardboard boxes. It was miserable and it rained. So no one knew what we were. Worst costume ever. That is pretty bad. A shared costume? Oh, I never had to think about that. A shared costume? Oh, that would be awful. That would be awful. I mean, can you imagine being a twin? You always have to dress as, like, twins in history. So in our neighborhood, we have all old people who give kids full candy bars. Ours. But, Arnie, we just found out something. Apparently, Sawyer's mom was looking into sex offenders' website 
and found out that Neighbors is on it. He's creepy as fuck, and I knew he was a weirdo. So the the dad me is going to walk by, and if his light is on, I'm beating his ass. I don't care if he has a daughter, and yes, I judge the fuck out of him since I can't shoot his ass. But what if he has big candy bars, too? Wait, 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 so is dad. So is dad, look, look, look. I understand. I understand it. How about you go up to the door? They get full candy bars, hopefully, from this weirdo. Then as soon as the candy bars are done, whoop his ass. Bam. Problem solved. And you got candy. Why, yes, dear. Hello. Hi. As far as I got website is concerned it's a load of shit because what if that guy was seven or 18 and he fucked a 17 year old and now he's slapped for the rest of his life with whatchamacallit so you can't just like judge him because he's on the megan's law website i mean that's a total bullshit statutory rape charge that he has to file every year or whatever it is i'm just saying all right Goodbye. all right bye-bye um uh, let's see uh my favorite is when they post, can I get my bowl back? I'm the guy that puts out an empty bowl with a note that just says, take one. Handful. Tootsie Rolls are getting left. Fighting swords, Scott. Uh, I have always, always given out full-size candy bars. In that aspect, my parents raised me right. Just putting out an empty bowl with a sign that says, just take one. Problem solved. You have to look and see what the charges are. Time for Brady to go back to work. Wow. Oh, man. Yikes. Um, all right. Uh, what else do we have for Halloween here? Um, have I, I, I haven't called this one yet. Okay, let, let's, let's go. This one, they, they might not be too friendly today. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Hello, you have reached the Los Angeles County Department of Medical Examiner Coroner. To continue in English, press 1. Para continuar en español, oprima 2. The Los Angeles County Department of Medical Examiner Coroner facility has reopened to the public. Please be advised that due to the ongoing effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, the department is enforcing health protocols to maintain staff and visitor safety. This call may be recorded for quality assurance. Please listen carefully as the options may have changed. Press 1 to report a death and only to report a death. Press 2 for hours of operation. Press 3 for the useful drunk driver visitation or HAM program. Press 4 to request documents, retrieve property, or if you are a mortuary requiring certification of a death certificate. Press 5 for laboratories, medical division or to schedule an appointment. Press 6 if you are a mortuary and need to speak with someone in decedent services. Press 7 to speak to someone in investigation. If you are trying to contact the Los Angeles County Morgue, which is separate from the Department of Medical Examiner Coroner, please call 323-409-7161. For all other inquiries, press 0. Thank you for your patience. Your call will be answered in the Get order it. it was received. Your patience. There are zero number of calls ahead of you.
Thank you for calling. Your call is very important to us. Is it? And will be answered in the order it was okay. received. Let's hope it is. They said I didn't have any calls in front of me. Good morning, Department of Medical Examiner. How may I help you? Yeah, I was wondering, are you doing your uh, Halloween spectacular again this year? Uh, let me transfer you to someone that can help you with that information. Okay, okay? great. Thank you. You're welcome. Back to the cool music. Nothing like some smooth jazz to pick you up at the morgue. Los Angeles County Department of Medical Examiner Coroner Media Line. Please leave your name, phone number, email, and a brief message. The public information officer will return your call as soon as possible. You also can send an email to PIO at coroner.lacounty.gov. That's PIO at C-O-R-O-N-E-R dot L-A-C-O-U-N-T-Y dot G-O-V. Thank you. Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options. Yeah, I was just calling, just wondering uh, if Clifton is doing his uh, holiday spooktacular like he did there last year. Uh, a bunch of us came in, and uh, we, we had a really good time. You know, he, he put up some of, you know, some, some of the cadavers and stuff to scare people. Just wondering if you guys are going to be doing that again. Uh, but I guess I don't get to talk to anybody. Have a great day. There you go. Uh, I keep on asking my friend if I can dress his twins as the girls from The Shining. I would pay, but he always says no because his wife won't let him. He's also our church pastor. Call Greg Locke and ask what he's doing for Halloween. Oh, he'll kill me. He will He will slay me down. He will slay me down. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see one more. Uh, oh. Let's call it. Oh, wait, it's closed? How, how is it closed? Oh, Jesus. doesn't open in... Uh, the, the Reno blood bank doesn't open until 10 o'clock? Well, they don't have any fucking... All right. Well, fuck Reno. We can't do Reno. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Philly. Philadelphia blood bank. There we go. That's a, that's a call we're going to make. Right there on Broad Street. All right. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Star 6-7. For calling Griffles Bio Supplies in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. If you are interested in becoming one of our donors, please press 1 to speak to the reception desk. Thank you for your interest in donating. No appointment is required for donation. For complete information about donating, go to the website at interstatebloodbank.com and click on the Donate tab. Thank you for calling Griffles Bio Supplies. Thank you for calling Griffles Bio Supplies in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I hit Wait while I transfer your call. Here we go.
Chase Arnie's getting somebody fired. It'll actually be Leroy or Earl working there. Oh, that's the hope. That is the hope. Come on, Philly. You guys are letting me down. Oh, man. Am I going to have to call another motherfucker? Yeah, I'm going to have to call another motherfucker here. Star 67 uh, 215. Not on Broad Street anymore. My hockey fans will know what that means. We're calling the Thomas Jefferson University blood donation. Uh, blah, yes, I was wondering if you were looking for more donations for the Eagles this week because they will need them against the Cowboys. Blah. <laughs> you think so? Blah, I do. Uh, let me ask you a question. Do you know what my favorite class was in school? Blah. Do I know if your favorite, what was that? Class. Blah. Oh. It would be know. a... Counting. Blah. Blah. <laughs> you have a wonderful Halloween. And go Cowboys. Blah. Blah. Okay. There you go. All right. God damn it, Bubba. Sit down. Fucking ruin the damn punchline of the goddamn joke. <sighs> Let's see. Call New Jersey and use Texas accent. <laughs> Put Tommy's name to shame. I would never do that to Tommy. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler as well.
357-FANS or 775-376-EASY-EASY. I figured y'all would like the Slayer on the Halloween show. Uh, then we had Voodoo by Godsmack. And then what was the other devil song that I played? Uh, bodies hit the floor. There you go. Dead bodies. So there you go. All Halloween stuff. Ta-da! Now, real quick, real quick, there's a little thing going on between Dreamcatchers and Pastor Locke and all this kind of stuff. I like Pastor Locke on this show because he's entertaining. He's holding a a book-burning ceremony, I guess, on Halloween, whatever, and getting rid of Dreamcatchers, which are Native American. And Cowboys Girl explains it all well, and and I appreciate your explanation of it, and If you want to follow the man, you go right ahead. More power to you. But you see, this is where... This is where I have my big problem with organized religion. Is that you're supposed to listen to a man that says, if you do not follow the religion the way I tell you to follow the religion, then you are going to hell. Now, I have to say that Pastor Locke does it a whole lot more entertaining. It's hard to sit up in Hooters with a Bible in your hand. I mean... Now McDonald's talking about witches. Give them out tarot cards and Happy Meals. Take his microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. That's an entertaining guy. I mean, he surpassed... If he did healings, if he brought people up on stage and healed them, oh, he'd be my number one. He'd be my numero uno guy. But, I mean, he, he's up there right now, but you still got Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn, who can he can he can heal an entire congregation by just swinging his sports coat. That's what Benny Hinn can do. And look, look, like I said, I, like, you you can follow Pastor Locke if you like the, his version of religion. More power to you. I I, I play his sound clips because I find him to be very very entertaining. There there's a pastor out of a. Uh, Hey, you know what? Hold on a second here. Uh, <laughs> let's go to YouTube real quick. Now, now, see, there, there, there's, there's, there's Pastor Locke, Pastor David Manning. Oh man, there's a fellow from New York. His name is Pastor David Manning. Hold on a second. I have to. I, I I have to go check on something here. Uh, let me play something just real quick. Sorry, crisis averted. There you go. Then there's this guy, Dr. David, Dr. Pastor David Manning. Let's see. Pastor Manning, uh, to say you're controversial is an understatement, uh, let alone what you've said about us, which we'll get to later, which is fun. Um, 
But mainly, uh, put his video up uh, here other black second. celebrities, Jay-Z, Cornell West, uh, Charlie Rangel, let alone President Obama, who uh, you have, have called, it was not true. Everything I've said is true. And I mean, okay, you can, one can, you know, can, can say that I'm controversial. And all right, okay. I mean, there are many ways of spinning the activities of the things that I do. But primarily the foundation of what I do is that I speak the truth and people think it's controversial. And the truth is controversial. It always has been. I'm not the progenitor of that. Anytime, anybody, anywhere, at any period in history speaks the truth, it becomes, for those who oppose it, controversial. Now, this is not one of his good videos. Come on, now. Just look him up. Look him up, because David Manning is fantastic. He's so funny. Uh, So he lost some really stupid friends. Uh, All right. Now, everybody has sent me this story. This is a story about former NHL player Adam Johnson. Now, everybody sent me the story, but all you had to do was go to Google, and then I'm going to send you guys this. Ex-NHL player Adam Johnson dead after suffering a horrific neck injury in a freak accident during a game, which, by the way, has happened a couple times in the NHL. But this video is him. And, oh, boy, it is graphic. Here we go. All right, he's skating down the ice. Wham! Guy comes up, accidentally kicks him right in the throat. Dear Lord. That's a hockey skate right to the jugular. Oh, my God. Wow. Holy Jesus. Oh, man, that is rough. Um... It's happened before in the league. The most notorious one happened on March 22nd, 1989. And it happened to Buffalo Sabres goaltender Clint Malarchuk. Malarchuk. He was playing and a skate got up in the air. And it cut him right down to the jugular. He, it, it was against the St. Louis Blues. He received rapid medical attention. And then are you ready for this? This is a fucking man right here. He played 10 days later. This was a lot different. Like this guy, the, 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 if you watch the video, it's a, it's a tough video to watch. It looks like he's giving him a roundhouse right to the throat, which he's not doing on purpose. Oh, good Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly surprised his head didn't pop off. Wow. Wow. I mean, I had the story. I did not have the video. Holy crapo. Man, oh, man. And it happened in Great Britain. I didn't even know they played hockey over in Great Britain. <laughs> that move was cold-blooded. Oof. Man, oh, man. That just sucks. I beg to differ. It looks intentional to me. Well, let, let me. Let me watch it again. All right. Let's see. I'm watching it. Okay. He's skating. I already know it contains graphic. Okay. Well. 
Oh, he kind of does go up. He does kind of give him a, a side high-yah. Oh, man. Boy, if that's intentional, that guy's going to prison. Mm-mm-mm. Boy, boy, that's rough. That was I didn't even have any music playing behind it. Good Lord. Uh... Dude's a known bad guy. Oh, wow, he's a thug. He, he's a goon? Well, there's some good hockey movies there. Goon and Goon. Well, Goon 2 isn't as good as Goon 1, but Goon 1 is pretty fucking awesome. Ogre, I hope you're listening up, my friend. There's great news to report. The Devil's Comet. The Devil's Comet with an ice volcano. It was first discovered in 1812, and it comes around every 71. Oh, we're just going to see it? It's not going to hit us? No. No. I don't want to just see it. I want to see an ice volcano. Scientists say it might break enough that you can see it with your naked eye or with binoculars, but that's not because it's going to be super close. It's because it's just generally very bright. Better known in the science community as the 12P Ponds Brook, the so-called Devil Comet. It has horns on it. That's why they call it the Devil Comet. God almighty, this is bullshit. Size of Mount Everest? Oh, man, that would wipe us out quick. Off to the CVS I go. Bullshit. If you're going to name something cool like the Devil's Comet, then it's got to have a chance of hitting us. The, The wonderful people that discovered this, the 12P Ponds Brook, and, and real quick, real quick, y'all, y'all nerds out there, listen up, nerds. Because I, I I know that nerds listen to this show because I, I got love in my heart for nerds. We need nerds. Um, If y'all are ever looking through your little kaleidoscopes or your little, what, what, are, what are they called? Telescopes. Your super-duper telescopes that you can see light years away. And you see something cool. If you see something cool, name it something cool. Don't name it after yourself. Unless, unless you put something cool behind it. Like Tom's bad motherfucker asteroid. You want to call it Tom's bad motherfucker asteroid? You get to call it that. You discovered it. Don't name it after your wife or your girlfriend. Don't name it after the dog. Don't name it Poodles. Name it something cool. The Arnie's Kiss Your Ass Goodbye Asteroid. I name it the Kiss Your Asteroid Goodbye. V. Coop says name it a slur. Boy, well, we have a few to pick from here. Let's see. Could we call it the... Slides off limits to ching-chongs. Like, if it's supposed to hit the West, then we have to call the asteroid... 
Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. Now, if the asteroid is going to hit in the continent of Africa, we have to name it. Uh, ogre, Ogre, I've got you beat. He says, Comet Homo? No. If it hits San Francisco, we call it... Paging Dr. Faggot! Dr. Faggot! I think that would be great. And... If it happens to hit Los Angeles? Going on here in this country, it's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word. On the Los Angeles Nakers. Yeah, we can't call it that. Boy, that would be tough right there. That would be tough. And please don't name it this. Let the rock tell you in Chinese. Uh-oh. I don't know how to spell that last part. Dominic, if you're listening... Dominic, if you if you see a comet and you need to name it, do not name it. Ah, scusi, babbity boopy, kick cause ah, babbity boopy, babbity boopy, babbity babbity, boopity baba, boopy baby boopy, baba baby baba. Any of you brothers out there that find it, do not name it. Hey, where are the white women at? Mm-mm. My mom says there's a lot of black people in Africa. Well, we've updated that, Dave Co. Because. No, uh, My mom says there's a lot of black people in China. Which makes no sense at all. Meteor, we're all fucked. Okay, fanta- fantastic. Meteor, we're all fucked. See, give it, give it a cool name. Stop with these dumb names. Stop with naming it after a fucking baby or a, or a I don't know, a nursery rhyme, Little Bo Peep. Nobody wants to name a, a meteorite the Little little Blow Peep. The We're All Fucked Now meteor. The Eat My Butthole meteor. Something cool. Stop with the gay names. Come on now. Now, since it's all Hallow's Eve, the <laughs> name it Ted Bundy. That was that's fantastic. There's your winner, Bubba. For Christ's sake, these are people you see all the time. Um, They're not married. Okay, good, good. Did you ask? Um, the real reason you crave sweet foods. Do I even need to go over this study? Do, 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 do we need to have the fun just sucked out of our lives completely? See, I can answer that I can answer that in three words. This is like name that tune. The reason you crave sweet foods because they're good. Four if you want to get rid of the apostrophe, because they are good. Don't tell me it's your brain activities. Don't tell me it's a lack of zinc in your diet. Why do you want to go out and just kick everybody in the nuts? I just I, I, I understand that you science nerds need all your science stuff. 
to feel relevant in the real world, to feel like you fit in with us cool people. But I'm here to tell you, no. No, you're not really needed that much. I mean, sure, develop stuff, but, but, but just stay behind closed doors. Let us take care of all the cool stuff, all right? Like naming comets, okay? That, that, that should be my job. Naming hurricanes, comets, all that kind of stuff. And if you have some kind of terrible reporter that asks you the question, uh, excuse me, Dr. Uh, um, why do people crave sweets so much? Uh, I'll tag you in there. I got that one for you there, Doc. Uh, because they're good, stupid, that's why. Next question. See, I can move these press conferences along. Corrine Jean-Pierre needs me there. I mean, I ain't going to do it because it's for Joe Biden. I'll tell you this right now, the, the, the media core, if I was in charge of the media core and they asked me some of these questions. What a stupid fucking question. That, that's how I'm going to answer. And I'll just look at them. And if they go, well, are you going to answer my question? Are you trying to sound like a fool? I'm you sound to... like a fool. Oh, you, sound, you sound like a fool. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else chimes in. They go, well, why won't you answer this question? Well, this guy... Maybe like the dumbest person on the face of the earth. I mean, I'm just guessing. Then if there's a guy in the back from MSNBC, wait, well, well, wait a second, Mr. States, why are you not answering? You are the world's dumbest son of a bitch. Now, if you keep going down that road, I'll have to say you are literally too stupid to insult. I mean, and, and don't even get me started on the other ones, because I'll, I'll get started on the other ones. I will just have a sound box up there and go, Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! You big dummy! Or, or I will bring out the big guns. Super dummies! Super dummies! Super dummies! The reason why you crave sweet foods after food it's because they're good. It's because they're delicious. Do you know what's good after a steak? A piece of pie or cake. Oh, man. I got to brag on Brady Kid. Holy shit. She got like this 19-pound apple pie from Costco. Oh, that thing is good. Oh, I had me some apple pie a la mode yesterday. Oh, that was heaven. And I could eat it without my teeth. That made it even better. Fucking Roscoe had some of it. I guess there's a lot of sugar in it because Roscoe was gone. He was like a spinning top. But yeah, if you if you're at Costco and you see the uh, the the big gigantic 19 pound apple pie, that gets Arnie's t- stamp of approval. It is G O O O O O O D good. By the way, today's uh, uh, menu for the World Series will consist of hot dogs again. And we're going big time for when the game starts. Because I, I have to have something during the day, so that's the hot dogs. And when the game starts, we're going tater tot nachos. And we're going extreme. Yeah, we're going extreme with it. Can't wait. I'll, I'll put pictures up. All right, where are we going next? What other stupid story is out there? Why do people like sweets? Because they're fucking good, stupid. Who would ask that question? What kind, what kind of, what kind of mind-numbing, stupid person would ask that? Why do people like sweets? 
if I'm in a medical class, I'm a teacher, I'd look at him and be like, You're you failed. You are too dumb to be in here. Surgeons are giving an update on a patient a month after experimental part heart pig heart transplant. Oh shit. I got an apple pie from uh, Costco a few years ago. had a nail in it. I knew I bit down on something that shouldn't be in it. I pulled it out. It looked like a big toenail. Ugh. Well. I have a little rule. And it's only happened a couple times. I remember it happened once with Taco Bell. I bit into something that, that had something crunchy in there that wasn't supposed to be crunchy. It was a bean burrito that was just beans and cheese and sauce. This is before my, my fascination with their onions came in. And this was not a, an onion crunch. But my little rule is if I crunch into something and it don't feel like it should be there, it gets spit out immediately into a direction with my eyes closed. Because I don't want to stick it. I don't want to eat it. I took it back. They gave me $25. Should have went to the news. Uh, that's protein. Kids, that's why you don't date anyone my age. <laughs> they led their dating ahead by, I can eat without my teeth in. <laughs> I'll stick to the youngins. Yeah. Yeah, my partying days are behind me. <laughs> Even though I could probably have a lot of fun without my teeth. So surgeons are giving an update on a patient who had an experimental part, a pig heart transplant. That's hard to say together. Pig heart transplant. Has his nose turned up yet? Uh, let's see. One month after a Maryland man received a pig heart transplant, patient's doing well and showing no signs of infection or rejection of the organ. He has turned his room into a sty, though. We are withdrawing all the drugs that we initially supporting his heart. American doctor Muhammad Muhadeen, MD professor of surgery and co-director of the cardiac xenotransplantation program at the University of Maryland School of Medicine, said in an update. Good Lord, how big is his business card? Jesus Christ. 20-year Navy veteran, 58-year-old, married father of two, had an end-stage heart disease when he arrived at the hospital. He was deemed ineligible for traditional transplant with a human heart due to his pre-existing peripheral vascular disease. So they said, well, let's get a pig heart. How do you broach that subject with your patient? You know, I've asked these questions before about, I mean, I'm happy the guy's live. Don't get me wrong. But how is it that you go to your, your, your patient and go, okay, well, we got some bad news for you, and then we might have some good news for you. He can identify as a pig literally, <laughs> legally. He has the heart. I have the heart of a pig. So so let's say... let. See, I equate this to the first guy who ever did the poop transplant. You know how they sometimes have to do fecal transplants? 
I don't know how that goes over. Like, I'm not a big fan of doctors to begin with. I'm not looking forward to tomorrow and getting my damn nose cauterized. But, hey, science says it'll make me stop bleeding, and I'm tired of waking up with nosebleeds. Is he automatically related to Kevin Bacon? Favorite football player of all time has got to be Jack Ham. All right, so uh, Lawrence, uh, the the bad news is, is that because you have bleeding problems and these 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 existing vascular disease complications, we can't give you a human heart. I mean, at that moment, you're probably sitting there going, "Well, I'm fucking dead." And your family's all there, or at least you know your wife and maybe one of your kids is there. Everybody, yeah, everybody gasps at that. Look, look, we can't give you a heart. Oh my god! Oh my god! How long is that? Wait, 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 wait. We got another idea. Now, hear me out. <laughs> We've been doing some research. <laughs> I don't know if I can get through this without laughing. Uh, we've been doing a little research here at the uh, the MCCCUTT or UMCC or UMMC. And uh, this here doctor who I'm going to translate for, um, he wants to replace your heart with the heart of a pig. Now, I would imagine that the, probably the kids and the wife are like, no, God, a pig? What are you, crazy doctor? That's, that's insanity. <laughs> Poor patient's like, hey, hear him out. <laughs> he declares jihad on himself. What if he says, doctor, I don't eat swine? Oh, I'm no lover of pork, doctor. I'm sorry. Uh, they're saying that this guy, look, they don't know how long this is going to last, but it, it seems to have worked for now. His wife is excited because, well, at least, you know, I guess the, the payments from the plant still keep coming in. I'm not sure. But, I mean, a pig? How about a buffalo? How about something big? <laughs> One is going to last a while. Like a horse. Give me a horse heart. Probably too big, huh? Yeah, it might be too big. Pig's about the right size? Well, yeah. Oh, what about a lion? Oh, there you go, a lion. Or a tiger. Rawr. That's the kind of heart I want. I don't, I don't want a pig heart. I mean, can we start doing some research with lions and, and tigers? Because, I mean, that would probably be the go-to one to get, right? You go to your, you know, your your heart uh, your heart cafe. They got one set up in the hospital. You know, they wheel you down while you're still okay, and you get to pick. Everything's a la carte. Uh... If that's so, my brother just had done recently. He said it wasn't too bad. The healing process sucks a little bit better now. Didn't take too long to heal. He had a pig heart put in him? 
They're doing this now all over the place. This guy's your brother? They said this was the first guy to ever do it. Leave it to Cowboys, girl, to be related to somebody who got a pig's heart, of course. Uh, in some cases, xenoorgans are used as bridges to human organ transplant, but we think this could be a long-term solution. Oh, I know the heart I want. I want a gorilla heart. Big old silverback gorilla or a chimpanzee. Those things live forever. Unless they, you know, eat their, their master's eyes and ball sack and bite off their toes. Gorillas are mostly like us. Now, why not a gorilla heart? Because I would become too badass, House of Pain. If I got the heart of a silverback, oh, yeah. Oh, it's on. Hell, I'd probably play in the NFL. 53-year-old rookie Arnie States is taking over the league. I don't know what kind of motor he's got in him, but he seems to be banging on his chest a lot while sacking the quarterback. I was talking about your nose procedure. Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right. All right. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm getting my nose cauterized tomorrow. All right. Final three stories here all have to do with death on Halloween. <laughs> and I've had these stories for a while, and I've been saving them. So if you've heard these stories before, well, you're going to hear them again. No, you haven't heard them on this show. Uh, in Denver, a Colorado, Denver, gorgeous, gorgeous. A Colorado funeral home that had legal and financial troubles passed, piling up. Well, uh, they'd shut their doors, so the authorities went to go check on and see what was going on there, why they weren't getting any money. Technical foul, Arnie State's throwing feces at the quarterback. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. That would be true. That would be awesome. Um, police showed up, and they, they showed up at the closed facility, and they found 115 decomposing bodies. Hey, lady, if I buy two odds, will you show us your end? The troubles went unnoticed by state officials who have long struggled to effectively oversee the industry. Colorado has some of the weakest rules for funeral homes in the nation with no routine inspections. So they can just have the bodies just piling up? Oh, the incinerator's on the fritz. Just throw them in the corner. We got plenty of lie. The operators of the Return to Nature Funeral Home. Come on. Return to Nature. Hello and welcome to Return to Nature Funeral Home. Where we're going to take your carcass and just throw it in the back. They didn't pay their taxes. They got evicted from their properties. If you get evicted and you don't take the cadavers with you, don't you think you get caught? And they got sued for unpaid by bills by a crematory that quit doing business with them a year ago. By the way, none of those problems seem to attract any of the regulators in the area. 
until finally they decided to kick the doors in and they found 115 decomposing bodies. <laughs> they would probably give you a body. Oh, hey, they would sell me one. Well, they're a little old and bloated and they, they smell pretty bad, but uh, yeah, you can have one. You people and your obsession with displaying dead bodies, just cremate it and ash for fertilizer. Urns and graves are such a waste of material. That's right. <clears throat> I'm going in a plastic bag and getting dumped on the on the 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 Earl Campbell Ricky Williams Field inside the Daryl K. Royal Memorial Stadium. That's where I will spend eternity. Any teams that think they're gonna score on my goal line, uh-uh. You're going to hear a weird stat in like 50 years. You're going to hear the sports announcer. He's going to be, do you realize that the Texas Longhorns in the, in the north goal have not given up a touchdown in five years in the north goal? Have, do, do you realize that? And when you hear that, you're going to be like, fucking Arnie. Use my ass as a chunk of sidewalk. See, I don't want sidewalk. I, I want the field. That way I can watch all the games. So there you go, Colorado Funeral Home. Bad, bad stuff there. Uh, Let's see. uh, That's not the most egregious one, though. This one's pretty bad. It happened, I think, about a week or so ago. This is a story about 34-year-old Robert Owens. He was last seen by his family on uh, October 8th. That's two days before authorities found him face down and naked in the yard. In a house that's been empty for a long time. His family calls it death suspicious and they, they, they're looking for funeral expenses and things like that. That's not the key to the story. No, the key to the story is this. That a groundskeeper was mowing the grass around there. And he mowed around the dead man's body thinking it was a Halloween decoration. (laughs) Someone read, who in their right mind mows a yard at a house that has power on and no one lived there in a while? But the property is used for canine training for years. Can assume a half-naked body with scratches and glass around. It's a Halloween decoration. The the actual person that cut the grass says, I didn't think it was a Halloween prop, but I didn't think it was real. That's a great excuse. I didn't know what it was, but I didn't think it was real. I just cut around it. Man, it was the end of my shift. It was hot. I just wanted to get home. Come on, man. Come on. They're still looking into what what, what happened and foul play and this, that, and the other. Uh, I believe the groundskeeper is not a, a, a person of interest. At least I hope the groundskeeper is not a person of interest. All right, last story here. <clears throat> And then I will send you on your merry way. 
for the All Hallows Eve. Remember, Rangers play tonight and tomorrow and Wednesday. Please root my Rangers on. Heal well after having the equivalent of a, uh, a cigarette line drawn on your nose. Uh, Ken Dog, let's see. What do, you, what do you got for me here, Ken? Oh. That motherfucker mother back there is not real. I am telling you right now. Worst Halloween costume ever. I would ask that person to leave. That, that costume sucks. You're going as a random lady who lost her mind on a plane? That's terrible. So they couldn't ask the dead body how long he's been there because he was unavailable for comment. Pretty much. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, where the hell do I have that one? Oh, there it is right there. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. You'll be doing a show after the procedure. No, I'm taking tomorrow off. Tomorrow we are off day tomorrow. We'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, all right, final story here. Now, now, see, this shouldn't be happening. Doctors at an Ohio hospital pulled a weekend at Bernie's, and they propped up a dead patient in a fake alive pose before she was seen by her family, even though she died during a routine surgery two hours late earlier. That is awful. They just propped her up. They put a smile on her face with somebody waving her head back and forth. The patient, an unidentified 65-year-old woman, was, quote, in good health when she walked into the Adena Health System in Chilichoth uh, for what should have been a routine heart catheterization. The woman's family has claimed discrepancies between hospital records and death certificates. While her records were indicated at 1 p.m. time of death, the woman's death certificate says 3.05 p.m., which is the time her family was brought into the room and urged to take her off life support. Wait. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 They had the machines going. They had the machines go and said she's on life support. We 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 really think you should take her off. Boy, that was the quickest ever. That's fucking wrong. Her family is demanding the truth behind what happened and why she had been propped up to look quote fake alive for her family. Prop her up, prop her up. Get, get the doohickey going. <laughs> That's nothing. The Dems have been propping up a dead guy for two and a half years. Uh, best day of the year, and Arnie's having his nose poked. Well, that's why I gave you the Halloween show today, and that is going to do it for us today, ass family. We will be back tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Wednesday. Shit, I knew I was going to fuck that up. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until Wednesday, y'all have a fantastic day. And blah, blah. Adios, everybody. Uh-huh.
Nobody saw him running From 16th Avenue They never found a fingerprint Or the weapon that was used But someone killed country music Cut out its heart and soul They got away with murder Down on Music Row The almighty dollar And the lust for worldwide fame Slowly killed tradition And for that someone should hang Tell them, Alan. Well, they all say not guilty, but the evidence will show that murder was committed down on Music Row. For the steel guitars no longer cry and fiddle. But drums and rock and roll guitars are mixed up in your face. Oh, Hank wouldn't have a chance on today's radio since they committed murder down on Music Road. Once it was dead and gone They said no one would buy them old Drinking and cheating songs But I still buy them Well, there ain't no justice in it And the hard facts are cold Murder's been committed the hag he wouldn't have a chance on today's radio since they've committed murder down on music road why they'd even tell the possum to back up
gods in Texas. The Almighty Himself, Arnie, and George Strait. You just met one of them. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it! Stop it! Stop! 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 Stop talking! Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.